Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my property mastermind mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 199 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk all about the apart hotel strategy. Now, this is a more advanced strategy, but no matter what level of experience you're at, I think you'll find this really interesting. And this is what I am personally doing with my property investing right now, because I think it's perfect for the current property market conditions. Now, in times of recession, which obviously we're currently in right now, if you're looking for a property investing strategy, I think it should meet these three criteria. First criteria, it must represent good value for your tenants or guests. Second criteria, there must be a high demand for your accommodation. And number three, of course, it's got to be very profitable for you. Now, with this in mind, I believe the best two strategies to use now and for the next 12 months in the UK property market are high-end HMOs and serviced accommodation. Let me explain what I mean. So let's think about those three criteria. Must be good value for tenants, must be high demand and very profitable. So with HMOs, a house of multiple occupation, you rent out the individual rooms and that's far more cost effective someone renting a room from you where all the bills are included instead of renting an apartment where as well as the rent they've got to pay all of the bills. Now of course there are some shared facilities but some of these high-end co-living properties even though the facilities are shared they're much much better than living on your own in a small studio. So it's really good value for tenants. There's also really high demand. Now whilst there is an oversupply of standard HMOs around the country I'm not talking about you doing standard HMOs I'm talking about very high-end HMOs for which there's a really good demand and of course they're very profitable for you. With service accommodation, again, also perfect for this current market. A lot of people find it very expensive to stay in hotels. And if you're going to go for a couple of days, you don't really want to stay in a hotel. You want a few more creature comforts of your own home. So these are kind of serviced accommodation units are very, very popular. There's really good demand for them. They're good value for the guests, the clients who stay there. And of course, they can be very profitable for you. Both HMOs and SA Good units should make at least a thousand pounds profit per month for each unit. So you don't need many of them to replace your income. Now, I love HMOs, but I think SA is really good as well. However, there are some big changes coming to the world of service accommodation, which up to now has been completely unregulated and a bit like the wild, wild west. Now, I think many amateur property investors who are doing SA, particularly those who are doing rent to SA, might well get put off by the new regulations and might decide to leave the market. That means there'll be less service accommodation of units available, which means less supply. So prices are probably going to go up, which is really good news for all of us who are involved. So sometimes people worry when things like regulation comes. I think as long as you meet the regulations, it's actually a pretty good thing. Now, people often ask, well, okay, well, how are apart hotels different from normal SA? Well, SA could be a house or it could be 
uh, an apartment within a block of apartments, whereas an apart hotel is usually a block in which all of the apartments are used for service accommodation. It's lots of units in one place, so there are lots of economies of scale. And because you're operating the whole block, you've got no problems with neighbors and leases and things like that. Now, this is seen as a commercial property, and actually the planning class in an ideal world is actually a hotel, which is a C1 planning classification. Now, let me explain this strategy to you. So what you're looking for is um, bed and breakfast hotels where it's owner operated. What that means is the owner is the person who greets the clients, who makes the breakfast in the morning, who changes the beds, who sorts everything out. And for those people, it's a tough business. You know, they can't really go on holiday. Uh, COVID was very difficult for many of them. Businesses obviously bounce back. And many of these owner operators, they do everything themselves. They're getting very fed up. And they often keep the turnover of the business less than £85,000 because they don't want to have to charge VAT. What that means is the commercial value of the business is not very high. It's really the bricks and mortar building that you are buying. So where you've got a tired owner of a property like this, they're often motivated and you can pick up these properties, whether in seaside resorts, in big towns or city centers, you can often pick them up for a really good price because the owners just want to move on with their life. Then what you do, you obviously renovate those properties and you modernize them using technology. So you don't really want to have someone there greeting people. It's all done by automation. Also, you don't provide breakfast. In each of the units, you have breakfast bars and some small kitchenettes, but there's no requirement to have a kitchen or have a dining room. So those units, you can actually convert into more rooms. And because it's an apart hotel and you're not creating new apartments, so to speak, actually, you don't need to adhere to the minimum apartment sizes, uh, the national standards. So that's really good. And also, you don't need planning permission because you're not changing anything. You're just creating extra units within that hotel. Now, I've done quite a few commercial to residential conversions in the past. Um, I've done care homes into apartments. I've done a youth center into apartments. I've done houses into flats as well. But this is fairly new for me, to be honest, the, the apart hotel model. So rather than me trying to work it out myself, I find what successful people do, if we want to learn something new, we'll always go and find someone else who's achieved what we want to achieve, who's got good at that, and now they're teaching other people. And I'd much rather pay someone else to save myself time, to save myself hassle, and save myself making expensive mistakes. I want to learn from someone else who's already put the systems in place. Now, because this is very new, there are not many people, if any people in the UK teaching this, apart from, luckily for me, two of my very successful past property mastermind delegates and they've actually done a couple of these projects and they are now they've completely systemized them they've done the hard work they've learned by trial and terror making the mistakes and so I'm actually learning from some of my former students all about this new strategy because I want to get there much quicker than they did by standing on their shoulders and learning from all of their experience and in fact I've asked them to come and be guest speakers at Property Magic Live which is as you know, it's our big annual event. It's a hybrid event this year. So you can kind of 
come and join us live in Heathrow or you can attend virtually if that's what you want to do. And so the dates are 8th, 9th and 10th of September. Please put those dates in a diary and you can go to our website to check out more details and book your ticket if you want to attend. It's propertymagiclive.co.uk. So anyway, they're going to be sharing there. Uh, let's get back to apart hotels. So the numbers do vary around the UK, but the kind of size property I'm looking at are typically 10 to 12 rooms. You might be able to buy those for about £800,000, spend maybe 200000 on them. So it's looking at about a cost of about a million. Then after a few years of trading, uh, the value could be 1.4, even 1.6 million. So the idea is you refinance those pay back any initial investment and then you've got a property that should be making you somewhere between 50 and 100,000 pounds profit per year. So you don't actually need many of these properties to have a very, very successful business. And what I want to do for the next six, uh, sorry, three to six years is acquire a number of these create a little bit of a chain and either hold it or I might sell it on to someone like a, a pension company in the future. So how do you find these properties? Well, Go online, uh, work with commercial property agents. You can also write direct to small B&B hotels because they might not be for sale, but if someone made them a good offer, they might well consider selling. So you go and find them in traditional ways. And then the way you fund these projects is typically you can either buy with cash or you might use bridging and also development finance to do the necessary work. Now, it's a very important point here that you often need to hold these properties for a number of years to get a trading track record before you can refinance them to a commercial lender. Really important you understand that. What I'm personally doing, I'm working with a number of high net worth individuals, people who I have cash personally, or they have cash in a business, or they might have a SAS pension. That's a small self-administered scheme, which can invest in properties like this, commercial properties. And um, what I'm doing, I'm giving them uh, for a three to five year investment, we give them a fixed return each year. And then also a little bit of a, a profit share of the upside when we obviously refinance those properties as well. And it's proved really popular with lots of people wanting to invest in me like that. So this is not probably a strategy for new investors, but I hope it's been interesting to, to understand. We're just looking at what's suitable in the current property market, and that's HMOs and SA. This changing to regulation is coming, so we're trying to future-proof it by using what is already a hotel, a C1 classification. That's not going to get changed. We're taking what is an old and tired unit, refreshing it and making it far more profitable by reducing the costs, increasing the rental income and thus increasing the profit as well. And then we're funding it using other people's money. So these are all really good principles that you can apply to many different types of property investing, not just in the UK, but also around the world. Now, I hope that's been useful and interesting. Uh, my next episode of the Property Magic podcast is actually my 200th edition. So I want to make it a really special edition for you. And I'm going to be sharing lessons from my 20 years of teaching other people how to be successful property investors. Um, I'm going to talk about how I've seen the property market change over the last 20 years and what I think will happen in the next 20 years going forward. And importantly, what does this mean for you and your property investing? I'm also going to share with you my biggest property investing regret and how you can avoid making that same mistake. So 
All of that's going to be in the next bumper 200th edition of the Property Magic Podcast. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.